0: This is All In Politics on the All In Network. Network. It's the real to real. The Jump Off with your host, Walt Dandamica and Rob Cooper Jr. Music by DNA Beats.
1: And now, All In Politics.
2: is the real the real to jump off with your host Walt the damager and my main man
1: at rob cooper jr on instagram not twitter what's going on family
2: uh it's a beautiful evening in the city of philadelphia all this snow covering the land
1: that's good man hey listen you know i know we got a little snow up here in the in the northeast and in pennsylvania um but you know, the, the circumstances are nearly not as bad as, um, what's going on in Texas. I'm sure everyone uh, has heard, uh, you know, the, um, the deep freeze that's going on right now in in texas um there are folks um, in, in some serious need um there are some serious you know serious issues i mean uh, many of you probably have seen uh some of the uh videos on on news channels um on, on actually all the major news networks uh where you saw uh you know i i saw some frightening pictures of people with actually ice uh on their ceiling fans and, and ice within their um you know, within their homes, uh, and, and, you know, I'm hearing stories of people having to go out and actually get, uh, snow to come in and boil it so they can have some, some water. So, um, situation is real, uh, it's real and it's, and it's real dire. And, and I think, uh, you know, our, our brothers and sisters in, uh, in the state of Texas, the great state of Texas are really in need of, um, of our support. Uh, so, um, you know, just just a quick PSA. If you have an opportunity, um, you know, to uh, go to the Houston Food Bank's uh, website, and that's uh, HoustonFoodBank.org. You can see it up on the on the screen. Um, go in and make a a one time gift. Uh, of course, you know they have fifty, hundred. $250, $500. Uh, but really it's whatever you can give. If you can give a hundred bucks, uh, I mean, if you can give $1, um, that will go a long way. In fact, that will provide, you know, three meals. So whatever you can, if you know, and I know, you know, pretty much everyone is struggling right now, but if you can, if you can, um, give, uh, please do so again, go to HoustonFoodbanks.org and and make your contributions. Um, You know, and also, you know, help out a state that they're they're actually uh, Walters, their senator. You know, he, he he tried to head on out to a- Acapulco or, or Cancun, yeah, <laughs> rather than to rather get, than help those in need. So
2: wanted to get their time wanted to get an <laughs> early time <Mai-Tai. laughs>
1: So so that's is something we want to um, we want to be better than that. And uh, you know, we we elect these public servants, uh, so called public servants, and we expect them to be there in our time of need. Uh, we go out in 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 the middle of a pandemic to vote for some of these people, and you know, in our time of need. They, many of them are trying to, you know, jump down. Shout out to uh, AOC, uh, Alexandria, um, Ocasio uh, Cortez, also um, Beto O'Rourke and, and some other, uh, you know, fantastic public service uh, folks that are out there actually working with the Houston Food Bank uh, to make sure that folks have, you know, their meals. Uh, but but we, we got, you know, last, I think, three, four months ago, uh we had a really popular show probably one of our highest rated uh programs and and many of our regular listeners said well, hey when are you going to get these guys to come back and and that topic that we talked was also a very sore and very sincere topic we we discussed uh you know black uh wall street and uh we had uh these two great guests on uh nasir the creator as well as his father hershey Austin. Uh, Came and and they are working on a new project i'm gonna uh kind of turn it over to those guys man and just really you know talk about this project you know um you know we we talked about black wall street but you know more and more continues to come out as you know folks like nasir and hershey you know continue to do uh research and if you don't do the research you're not gonna get the information so what's going on fellas
0: hey what's going on uh we're glad to be back here once again um we have been working on this project for about four and a half years. So we're at the end now. Uh, it's in post-production right now. We're about an hour and something in as far as on the edit, just on the rough cut. But our, you know, date that we want to release it will be around, will be like May 29th of this year, which will be the 100-year anniversary of the actual bombing because it happened May 31st-June 1st, um, 1921. So this would be the 100 year anniversary 2021 that i wanted to drop it on memorial day weekend which will be the 100 year anniversary so we're very close uh we're gonna have it ready for you guys uh, may may 29th of this year uh, it's looking good i had a chance to meet with the editor last night and look at some of the footage uh, we have some phenomenal interviews so we we definitely going to have something that everyone's going to enjoy
1: and, and Nasir, what is your what is the name of the project uh, that, that you guys are uh, coming back? If you could kind of tell the folks yeah. a little bit about the, uh, you know, the project.
3: Yeah. So it's District Greenwood. The Amalgamated People is a play on the actual name of the town. Uh, Greenwood District uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, is where the bombing had incurred. Uh, so we just uh, made it a little bit more palatable um, for marketing purposes. District Greenwood, the Amalgamated People. And uh, we got a nice little hashtag. You're going to follow it on all social medias. It's hashtag DGAP movie, just to simplify it. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's, that's the title of the film. And originally, I was supposed to direct it. Uh, so during the process of us doing research, my dad became really passionate about the project. And I passed off the director role to him. And now I'm just uh, producing it. Well, Hurst, why, why, is, why is this so passionate
1: to
0: you? Uh, I've always been a history buff, and I just want to add on to the name of the title because many people may not know what amalgamated means. Uh, amalgamated means people united. It means unite. Right, uh, right. When, you, when you go to the dentist, you get that piece in your tooth, you know, you put the, you know, whatever you put together and it comes together. So we decided to it, disagreeing with the amalgamated people, people that came together. So I just wanted to elaborate on that because people say, what does amalgamated mean? So, right.
1: Right. And and you know, wh- where's your passion lie? Uh with- well
0: I, I was always a history buff, and what happened once I started doing my research, I started to realizing that so many different documentaries only focus on the what happened, you know, and the more I started, you know, uh watching documentaries. What
1: Go ahead, I- sorry about that.
0: Yeah, I started doing more reading and I started to notice that you know. Everything that happened during that period, I noticed that no one was ever convicted of this crime. They never received any type of reparations for what happened. So I said, I'm gonna take a different approach with this film project. I'm gonna focus on the why. Why they were so successful. Why everyone was so jealous of them. Why they were able to keep the black dollar in the community for sometimes up to five years. So I wanted to focus on that and I wanted to show how important it is for us as 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 a people uh, how we need to get back to that and own and control our own black dollar.
1: As, that's what I, and now. Well, I know you. Uh, you a big supporter of, of this uh, this project, and I know you're you're a history buff as well. Is that right?
2: Somewhat. I read, obtain knowledge, and try to pass it off when needed. Um, but I'm definitely uh, a big key component on keeping Black History and um, information on our movement at a forefront. Definitely.
0: And it's funny that you just mentioned that, you know, and the more I started getting into it and the people that I wanted to have in it, like entrepreneurs that use the philosophy of the Black Wall Street to actually achieve some of the things that they've been able to achieve. I started to notice if I can pitch this in the right manner and, and, and start to educate the young people. Not only will they be educated about what actually happened and why it actually happened, but we can actually start a movement and show how important it is for the young ones to get back to start to owning and controlling the black dollars and creating that generation of wealth that we actually need to be competitive in the society today.
2: Right. Now, one of the, the other things, um, first and foremost, I want to commend you and Nasir for a, a commendable job that you're doing of keeping those that are not astute as to what's going on historically. Uh, like I said, keeping them to the forefront of our accomplishments, our achievements and things um, moving forward. Uh, as you notice, uh, within our lifetime, they want to keep force feeding us these slavery movies and make it like they want to beat us into submission with we were never nothing. We never contributed to the, the auspices of the building of America, knowing that it was built on the backs of people of color and the blood of uh you know, Native Americans and things of that nature. Now you've given us the platform and, you know, the performance of-
0: And and we were were blessed to have the platform for us having a a film and media production company to control the narrative. Right. We wanted to convey the story. So that was very important for me as well, because, you know, I was starting to get upset when I started to, to read a lot of these articles and the books that I read and the days I would go to the library, I had some good days, I had some bad days. I said, I have to change the narrative. Of how important it is for us to for, for our kids and, and the, for older folks to actually know about the story. Because there's so many people that don't even know about the story. Even when we actually went to Tulsa, we actually realized that there were some people that they just start recently talking about this, this incident that happened in 1921 two years ago. Right. Right. You know, so this was a situation that actually happened that you know you weren't allowed to talk about. So they just started teaching this in the schools in Tulsa, Oklahoma, like two years ago. So I I felt like I had the opportunity, we had the opportunity that we can do our, our, you know, multimedia visuals to create a platform to tell the story in a manner that I think it needs to be told uh, to show some successful black people that are doing it today and how important it is for us to get back to doing it in order to control our black dollars. Because the only way you create wealth, you have to own and control it and you have to be able to leave something for those that are after you.
1: You're listening and watching the all in politics uh, podcast. Uh, you can watch us right now on uh, Facebook live, as well as YouTube live. Uh, and also um, on other platforms, we'll, will be uh, bringing our, our podcast in. Uh, you can catch this um the show rerun, uh, is immediately following in this, uh, live broadcast, uh, where you can go over to, uh, our YouTube channel. And what you would do is you would type in the all in network on YouTube and, and Walt, uh, I know you have a few suggestions for the, once they get over to our all in network YouTube channel. What should they do?
2: I want them guys to go out with a little bit of money that they got that they scrounged up from, you know, their weekday work. Buy a Carson Wentz jersey. Yes, I said it. Put it on, turn it around backwards, and sign, and kick it straight up and push that subscribe button.
1: That's right. Push the uh, subscribe button and make sure you make it happen. But right now you, we are live on Facebook and YouTube. So if you have questions, make sure you, you uh, send us a quick comment. If you have a question for uh, both Niger and Hershey. We will make sure that we will uh, get this uh, information uh, out to you. we can ask any questions and, and be a part of the show. This is an interaction show again. We're the All In Politics and on the All In Network giving a voice Uh, to the voiceless, you know, hers last, last time you guys were on, uh, you you spent a lot of time of giving giving a history, which was was extremely valuable. But I know that this project that you guys are doing is not only about the uh, the history of what we did back in those days, as you mentioned earlier, but you also featured uh, some entrepreneurs of today. So you kind of brought I, I love that. you kind of brought brought the story back today. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, well, basically, once I started getting into it and I started picking the talent that I actually wanted in the film, uh i felt like you know there's an old saying in order to be a good man you must see a good man and i felt like it was important for me to show entrepreneurs on screen that use the philosophy from 1921 and are actually incorporating that philosophy and what they actually do today uh to be successful so i felt, felt that that was very important uh one in particular uh i have a young lady by the name of cindy mcgee i saw her on a special called greenwood and i thought she was so impressive because she has the largest black cpa female cpa accounting firm in, in the country she has 35 african-american female cpas that work with her uh that work for her firm and i felt it was important to get that because someone that understands money who understood the philosophy and she's in tulsa right now and she came back to tulsa she's, she's utilizing philosophy what she learned to create her own business that she's very successful in today and i felt like it's very important i just couldn't talk about the story of What happened? I'm getting away from that. Why we need to get back to controlling the black dollars? Why we need to see people like this, doing that, using the same philosophy of yesterday and still continually doing it today.
1: You know, right. it's interesting that you that you 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 brought that brought that up. Uh and Walt. And one of the things I i heard uh, I think uh your your boy uh brother Umar Johnson, he was on a show. Uh I think this is a recorded, <laughs> this is a recorded show probably about through two, three years ago. Um and I don't agree with everything uh the brother said, but he did have a really good point. Uh he made a good point about uh us, you know, taking a new approach. Uh, you know, kind of the, the old story that, you know, in the black community you can always Always find two things on every corner. You can find a liquor store, and and you can find and you can find a church. Um, But one thing you won't find in the black community is a bank. Um, And you know, one of the things I really agree with him. He said, you know, and I'm taking spirituality out of it, out of all. But we really should, you know, look to build as many banks in the black community as they are as there are at churches. And I think he said he gave a stat like every Sunday, of course this is pre-pandemic, but he said every Sunday we were black people were putting at least um fourteen million dollars into the church um and seeing very little um return. Uh, into our, our community. Uh, now, I did see recently, um, I see David Banner has, uh, you know, brought up a, a, a black bank. I don't know too much about it, but I, I see that, he, you know, they named the bank after Greenwood. Hersh uh, and I share, do you guys know anything about that? Well,
3: I've heard of it. I haven't looked too much into it, but I've heard about um, David Banner uh, coming together with a few other um, people in Atlanta, putting together that bank.
0: And yes, I just want to piggyback on what um, Walter brought up about, well, actually, Rob, what you actually brought up, about Dr. Umar Johnson, and you use the word community, you know, you have to really understand when you use the word community, because right now we're a city of neighborhoods right now. In order to be considered a community, you must have four key elements. You must have a bank, you must have a hospital, you must have a school, okay, and you must have some place for, what's the fourth one? Bank, school, um a hospital to take care of people. Those are the four key elements that you have to have to be quote-unquote considered a community. Uh, And you also have to have a supermarket because you have to be able to control what you're going to feed your people. So it's very important that, you know, right now we're a city of, of neighborhoods. We really don't have that... That old community that they actually had in 1921, because what you had in 1921, they had everyone that was in one particular area. So if you had 30 doctors, they all were in the same particular area. It wasn't spread out. Mm -hmm. If you had 30 dentists, they were in the same area. You had, you know, 30 supermarkets. They were in the same area. So the dollar never left the community. At all especially you know during that Period of time segregation kind of worked For us because by default we Became very wealthy and successful because Many of the blacks during that period They worked on the south side of Tulsa but they had to eat it where blacks couldn't shop downtown so what they did they took that money and invested in their own community right, and right. over a period of time over a period of five years you know they created that generational wealth that caused a lot of white people in the on the south side to be very angry and became very jealous and they decided to want to burn the town down
2: well now one of the things um Just to piggyback again off of what you guys said about the banks, um, that didn't negate for the fact that there was a lot of loan sharks in the hood as well, and people were were very low on financial gains, and they needed that extra monetary support by going to these uh, loan sharks that were putting interest on top of interest of lending these people money out, and that also was a detriment to our Black communities.
0: Well, Um, well, but but during that period of time, like, there were loan sharks, but... There were also white people, the town was so wealthy, they would borrow money from black banks in Tulsa. Right,
2: right.
0: You know, uh, you got to think about it. Like, we we, we chose to do the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, but there were also many other Black Wall Streets. There were actually two other ones. There were one, one that was known as the Luke Penny Savings Bank, which was in Richmond, Virginia. Okay, and then also you had the Black Wall Street in Durham, North Carolina. But the one in Greenwood, which we call Greenwood, Little Africa, or the Black Wall Street, that was probably the most successful black wall street and they those two other black wall streets preceded the black wall street um uh, that was bombed in 1921.
1: looking at our comments uh dietrich boyd uh she uh tuned in thank you for your comment it said proud to see a black father and son team working together on something so powerful keep going strong if you have a comment thank you dietrich for your for thank your you uh comment you. yes thank you and, and so keep those comments coming on. We'll, we'll we'll try to read as many of them as we can get, and as they they come in. But thank you, Dietrich, for your uh, your your comments and your participation. You know, in the show.
2: Yes, you thank know, you.
1: You know, you know, Hirsch. Well, one of the things that um, you know we see when we're, we're looking at some of these uh, documentaries, uh, we got to a couple of uh, questions about, um, and and I, I like to you know you addressed this I saw this in your promotional materials you know often in um our community and I'll just bring out Judas and the Black Messiah uh, the mm-hmm. film that, that was just out right there yeah. um surprisingly uh, got a lot of great you know reviews and actually I saw something someone from leaving the white press uh who said we finally saw a Hollywood uh do what we call a black radical uh who was fred hampton at, at that time the story of fred hampton and, and of course you saw how the fbi set him up you know oh. some justice uh you know there's you know even you know going back in the days when spike lee did you know malcolm x and and some of the other you know movies there's a lot of he caught a lot of criticism for using what we call creative uh, license and actually i just want to direct this through to uh nasir first mm-hmm. you know as far as uh, creative licensing um we know that that's not the case here in the documentary but you know talk a little bit about that um you know how do how do we address that as a, as a community you know to kind of i guess the concept of a filmmaker which you're really trying to you know bring across to the uh, to the consumers and the film
3: watchers are you asking um how does creative licensing work
1: or, yeah let's yeah let's talk about how, how how creative licensing work and then you know give us your perspective as as a filmmaker or what you, you normally try to bring across to the to the public
3: oh well i mean i'm not like a lawyer not like that but creative licensing from my understanding is uh basically whoever comes up with the idea um has to actually write down the idea okay. or copyright It and the idea is just an idea uh, somebody else may have the same idea, but if you didn't write it down right. and you know do something with the idea, then um, you can't cry about somebody taking your idea. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: even to, even like this film project, we have to start an LLC for this right. project. Uh huh.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like in the film industry, like you, you start an LLC for every project that you do, whether it's a short film documentary or feature film, you're supposed to start an LLC because um, the film itself, because how films can be so collaborative right? right. Um, is really a company. Um, right. You have 400 individuals working under this one particular project over this set amount of time. Um, so um, it's best to make an LLC and then you can... Uh, Dictate who owns percentages of the rights of the film and who gets what on the back end, who gets what on the front end. Right. But that's the best way to really organize uh, payment and film structure is is an LLC because it's basically it's a business. Every project is a business itself that you do.
0: We we've been blessed uh, because all of our film projects they've all been award winning. But we've actually financed all our own films. So we don't right. only buy anything,
1: right? right. We don't right.
0: Only buy anything. And when you get down to the licensing. So say, for example, you know, if this film gets picked up and Netflix said, okay, we want to license your film project for a year. Okay, so they had the option to actually purchase the film about the rights like they did with the movie Birth of a Nation that Nate Parker did, that was the highest grossing film at an independent film festival. Um, he paid like 1.5 million dollars to produce that film,
1: right?
0: Steven Spielberg bought that film at Sundance for 17.5 million dollars, but he bought the exclusive rights to it. And I don't know if you noticed, you haven't really seen a lot or heard a lot about that, but he can do what he wants to do. So actually, he purchased that film, all the rights to it, and he kind of shelved it.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: so basically if a if, if a company wants to license it for a year they can license for a year mm-hmm. and they'll pay us a fee for a year and we can also license it after that year is up they can renegotiate for another year or they can outright say they want to buy it or we can shop it around for someone else to license it yeah. but we have control of it because we don't own it by now we didn't take an investment or have partners say okay right. we invest a hundred thousand dollars in this black wall street project right, and right. The numbers we don't own anybody anything and
3: then i, I would say like for any like up and coming filmmakers, like if you if you don't have a name yourself just yet, um, I know people sometimes they might get caught up in the whole ownership and licensing thing, but I'm just like like my my idol who I look up to is Ryan kubler Okay, um, he did a Football Station, Black Panther, et cetera. So um yes, he did fruit he did football Station, but he had to get financing for Fruit Station to make it happen, distribution. Um, now people may not have known who Ryan kubler was at, uh, with the station, uh, so he most likely on the contracts he had to give up a lot of rights to the film. But given that said, he was able to on the next project, Creed. Um, now he has a name for himself, so right. so and then after that, it was Black Panther. So when you first go around and, and nobody knows who you are, you got to be willing to make that sacrifice and you know, give your baby up, um, so you can create the next child, you know, um, when it comes to um. Just this licensing and getting your projects out there you want to even though you know you want to keep the project as close as close as home as possible but the whole goal is to get our movie seen you know right? right. So at the end of the day is to get your movie seen Um, but you know make sure you, you look over the deal and you feel comfortable with it but don't 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 expect too much on your first deal though
1: you know and, and just like the you know uh, with Black Panther and I'm not talking about the, the, the comment series but I'm, I'm speaking of the the, the Black Panther Party. Um, you know there's been quite a few documentaries out on them and now we're starting to see a lot of documentaries come out on uh, Black Wall Street. Uh, do you guys find a, 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 is there a challenge in trying to create your own space uh, in, in this in this uh, Black Wall Street world?
3: I don't think so because all the films that we've seen that are coming out and all the past films that we've seen that uh, have come out they focus on the atrocities that happened all all the um the bombings and etc like what I like to say that this film is really a socio-economical documentary It's very analytical and we focus on a lot of the economics of, of what District Greenwood was at, at that time. So we're not, we, of course, we're going to touch upon what happened, but we're not going to harp on it. We're really going to talk about the finances and, and the economics and how can the Black community today um, do something similar to what had happened back in 1921. So that that's why we created our own lane. We're not even worried about anything that has come out. So it's a totally different lane, totally different vibe with our documentary.
0: What's an up-to-date twist to it? Because a lot of the The stuff that I've actually saw was old dated footage, old interviews. I mean, we actually went to Tulsa. We had some updated interviews. I took a drone operator out there. I took Derek Cyrus out there with me, Rob. He was a drone operator. So we had some phenomenal shots that, you know, a lot of the documentaries, they weren't even using drone shots. So we have a lot of new things that they didn't even have in a lot of the old, you know, uh, documentaries that we had the opportunity to watch.
1: Yeah, you know what, um, I got one question, uh, Well, Tell us a little bit about your, your experience actually being on the ground uh, out there in in, in Greenwood. Um, you know I, know, I know there's a lot of buzz on the ground. You know, tell me about, you know, the, the folks that are there, folks who are involved in many, you know, different reclamation projects and things like that that are going on you know, just talk a little bit about the the kind of like the give me the whole vibe the whole, that,
0: that, the whole, that, the whole vibe I, I was really surprised because i had like i said i watched many documentaries i read several books on the, the subject matter uh i was kind of saddened when i actually went out there because you know we hear a lot about black wall street this and the third we talk we hear about jay marsh and promoting the, the black wall street he's like his name is mud and tulsa because he just uses the name he's done nothing for tulsa uh, I remember a young lady said to me, she said, when you do this film project, please don't forget about us. And that's why I'm supporting them. I have the shirt of the Black Wall Street Liquid Cafe. That's why I purchased the shirt, um, because the town is falling apart because most of the old area that used to exist is owned by Oklahoma State University. They have two a, a street that's about 200 yards of The rebuild buildings that were built in 1922, Um, you have the Oklahoma Eagle newspaper. That's the only building that wasn't bombed that's still up and running today. Um, And you just see, you would think that there would be a lot of foot traffic that's going into that town. But what they actually did, they built a highway to go over the town. There isn't even an exit that would even say anything. This is the town of District Greenwood or Black Wall Street area. You can't even, you just drive right over the town and wouldn't even know it exists. So it's kind of sad to see, they really need help. So what happened, corporate headquarters for the X Games came into Tulsa and they purchased up a lot of the land. They built a state of the art skateboard park, uh, bike park. Uh, They're buying up all the buildings to turn them into parking lots, what's left of the area that was historical area. So it's kind of sad, the town really needs some help. You know, uh, we know about the story, but if you actually go to the town, it'll kind of sadden you uh, when you actually, when you actually go out there. We actually went out there when they had an election where they had the first black mayor to run for mayor for Tulsa, black or white. So we have some footage in the film. We actually went to the campaign office to actually get some insight about, you know, the first black mayor to run for mayor in Tulsa. So when you're in Tulsa, you run both sides, north and south side. So it was kind of sad for me, but it was very also enlightening. I had the opportunity to meet a man named, we call him Mr. Bobby. Uh, and he was telling his story. He's a director descendant from the Black Wall Street. And he told me a story about how you know he's 90 something years old and he's spending the rest of his life and started enjoying his life and then he started crying he has to spend his rest of his life to make sure this story is never forgotten it was very sad to actually get that interview he actually took me to the museum where he had this cowbell that he used to have to wear around his leg because they used to look for him every day because you know there's a lot of racism he used to hide and they put this 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 cowbell ran his ankle, so they knew where he was at at all times. So I actually have a picture of me holding the cowbell on my wow. wrist. Yeah, so it's totally different than what you would think. You would think that the town is really thriving. No, not a lot of foot traffic. Um, the town shuts down at one o'clock. You know, it, you know. I was going. I was hoping there was like you know me a lot of thriving businesses. They're, they're really struggling right now. They really need help. You know they really need help they need support they need people to, to support them because there was a rumor that lebron james and westbrook was supposed to do a story about
2: right,
0: right. Street. these are the type of dollars that they actually need to really bring that town back because the x game is trying they're trying to buy up everything in the town that's left over wow so that was my, my experience out there. i met some really good people out there we went to the people went to the town talked to the town folks Went back that evening, hung out with them. So we had a really good time. I had the opportunity to actually get some footage of an area called Standpipe Hill. This was a hill where all the multimillionaires oh. millionaires where their mansions were. And they had indoor plumbing. None of the buildings are there now because these buildings were actually burned down on the eve of the bombing. But before they actually burned the houses down, they actually looted the homes and took out grand pianos, mink coats, and... You know diamond rings and then they burn the houses down so i had the opportunity to go to what was actually left which is the highest point where it's a situation if you're looking you're in Roxburgh, you're looking down at man so basically they they were up high where the mansions were at, right, right over the south side or where the white people live so every day the white people had to look up these black rich black people living in these mansions so wow. i drone shot and i covered the air about 300 feet to get that whole panoramic view of what it actually look, what it looked would look like if you were looking down and looking up wow so, yeah, I had a real good time going to Tulsa. And that was, like, the final piece of, of the trip. I said, once we get, get to Tulsa, the film is done. You know, all the other town I interviewed first, so it was just taking the film crew out there, you know, interviewing the talent that I wanted in, in the film and, and taking it from there. I, I had a great time out there. It was very touching for us to actually go out there and to share that experience not only with my son, but also with one of my chapter brothers to go to some place that we've heard so much about. And we actually went to Tulsa. We were right there at greenwood archer and pine i don't know many people know that the gap band they're from tulsa oklahoma and what you have what forms a gap you have greenwood archer and Pine creates the gap you know charlie wilson they're from the area so the song you dropped the bomb on me is about the bombing in tulsa oklahoma many of you may not know this but i just want to share that
1: interesting interesting stuff
2: wow so the other question um i know a lot of people w- would want to know and aspiring up-and-coming filmmakers as well, uh, which your duly acquired successes and accomplishments. What do you guys feel, and let be for both you, Hirsch, and for you, um, Nasir, what did you guys feel to be your biggest hindrances, setbacks, and obstacles? I'm not going to say failures, because you guys have done a remarkable job that is said to do to be released soon, so there's no failures about anything, but what were some of the hindrances and some of the things that Uh, prevented you guys to get further along in the film that you had expected?
0: Well, there were some times when, you know, we may be working on a project and I don't know if many of you know, our first film project was about Nazir living with sickle cell anemia. So at any time and point, if you know about this disease, he can have a crisis at any time and point. So that was sometimes when we had some delays on some projects with production and interviews because he may be in crisis and we may have to wait a little bit longer to get the project done. But, you know, you know, six years in now, we figured it out. And we sometimes you just have to give yourself time, you know, and and include that in the whole production. You know, there may be times where he may be sick and we can't do it. So, you know, that's one of the the obstacles that we had that I had to deal with, as far as, you know, working with Nazir. What would you say?
3: I would say uh, there's a lot of different obstacles. Um, I would say one of the most interesting one, ones is um, for this particular project about uh, the Black Wall Street disagreeing with the bug people, when we did try to do uh, self-promotion via Instagram and Facebook. Um, right, that was we, had, we The algorithm, for whatever reason, it would not, all Allow- our posts would not pop up on people's feeds when we were doing promotion for the black wall street documentary so promoting the documentary has been hard um via social media but um but a lot of people have been hearing about it through word of mouth but
0: well this platform right here is going to be very helpful for us and we we thank you for that because we were trying to to put out trailers and so on and they would not allow us to share it for some wow
3: Yeah, it just wouldn't pop wow. up timelines for whatever reason. I'm not sure. We would tag people
0: and they said, No, we didn't see it. We didn't see it. Now it may be on my timeline or his right, timeline. Right, if right. right. Her, it wouldn't show up. Yeah. And
1: this and this is your original work. So, you know, it's it it, it boggles the mind. But you know, we we see the, how those algorithms are working, and we it, we're we're starting to figure out that those algorithms are I'm just gonna come out and say it are anti-black or anti anything that, that deals with uh the progress of, of black folks uh anything that and, and i think that's why you know i think uh you know maxine waters kind of dealt with Mark zuckerberg uh you know in congress um not too long ago uh, i just think that these are some of the some of the things that we need to air out and i think folks i'm, I'm glad that you you brought that out and brought that out on, on this platform that you know folks you know should should hear that and understand you know what they are um you know looking at through these these social media outlets um they, they're, they're, they can be great but also understand what you're not really saying and, and things that are being censored uh for uh, and you know no for no purpose at, at all you know one of the things you know you guys did not mention it as an obs- obstacle or or a challenge but i wanted to kind of bring it up to you guys now to give you an opportunity to see how how's how's the funding um you know campaign going uh with this with this well i mean up.
0: we've we've done we've done fundraisers um mm-hmm. I'll uh, so. give fish fries. Uh, mm-hmm. I've given skating parties. Yeah, for football.
3: Yeah. Um, cuz this project's been in the works for for since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So, we did an initial fundraiser through uh it was a skating party or whatever, but uh and then we tried to do a crowdfunding campaign, but it was really hard for that to get get going because we had a hard time sharing it on social media. On social media, right. So a lot of people didn't get the post or whatever. Um, so it's been very, so towards the end, we was like, look, we just going to self-finance.
0: Yeah, we and just um, did it straight from the muscle. Like, we just okay. saved our coins. There were some things that I may have wanted to do. I just said, no, I'm not going to do it. Let's put this money in the kitty. There was things he wanted to do he couldn't do. But I looked at the big picture. I'm not just looking at the hole in the donut. I'm looking at the donut as a whole. And I think it's more important for us to make that sacrifice to share this information with the masses. Yeah. Because we're really, you know, looking at this bigger and saying, look, this can really be a movement. If people really right. into the concept of how important it is to own and control your black dollars, especially if you right now, because these Generation Z kids already are geared to not to work for anyone anyway. Right now anyway. They, you know, they wanna start their own businesses anyway. So to to show that there was a time when we were very successful now, you gotta look at this was a time period after um uh, uh, uh Reconstruction.
2: Right, right? there right. wasn't
0: a lot of money in the United States. That's you right. know, this is a town of about, you know, ten to twenty thousand people and they had the most black millionaires per capita in any other place in the world.
2: Yeah,
3: right. I also wanna mention like yes. We do show what we have done, what we have been able to accomplish in the past, 1921. But this film also provides answers, provides solutions on how you can get your own today in 2021. So we, we provide those solutions with different uh, entrepreneurs and, and finance gurus uh, from all across the
0: country. Okay, Doc, uh, we have... Uh, um... Mark Lamont Hill. He's in there. He gave a phenomenal with Dr. Wayne Williams. Uh, like I said, Cindy McGee. We got uh, David
3: Shans in there from Atlanta. Very well-known in, uh,
0: in Atlanta. So, so we got some heavyweights, and We're going to surprise you. Actually, after the show, we're going to drop a little sneak peek for you. We, that's how we wanted to do it. We wanted to do your show, and we got a sneak peek right ready of what we already have out there to show a little bit more what's going on with the film project. So after the show, we're going to drop a sneak peek on, on Facebook.
1: That's so, what's up again. Uh, so, so everyone, you know, stay tuned after this show for that for that sneak peek. I I, I can't wait. I saw the the, the intro. Travel, I to like
0: to tell it, but you're going to see some of the faces now. That's right. Some of the characters that we actually have, and and actually, my sands Jeff, our sands made the final cut.
1: There Jeff. we go. Jump for more.
0: Yeah, jump for more <laughs> success. He's in it. So we
1: got <laughs> that's some that's heavy that's Good.
2: hey did you want to go with a, uh, another one Rob I want to cut you guys off I thought you asked another question yeah yeah no
1: I think um you know this has been you know obviously you know a great topic I think that this is a topic that you know research we need to continue to uh you know do our research on this and, and I, I you know I want to you know tell the audience you know um you know, these two brothers have been working for years on this project and they they dug up a lot of research and this is something that you know once it, when this is presented and we'll we will be one of the first ones to announce when when this is ready to uh this movie well, to actually, drop. actually
0: yeah. you're going to be on on the on the guest list for the private screening but you and involved both in this yes. on you know, your wife so we uh,
3: we, we definitely appreciate it, funny it, appreciate
0: it. And it's funny that you know like i said it took us four and a half years but we did three other films within the four years that were all award winners right. that's right. how long it took for us to get this film done right we've had to drop the film every year since we started this company every year and they've all been award winners
1: Now, and I know you guys your hands have been full with, with this particular project um, and not to throw more work on you uh, but you know we all like money but uh, are you you know how can how can some you know either corporations you know or or uh, someone who's looking to do you know some type of filmmaking that can utilize your services you know how can they you know get in touch with you and get get involved
3: yeah you can um if, if there's any company or any businesses, small businesses that need help with video services, whether that's for creating a, a course or a training course or a commercial promo video, um, you can contact us at nkacreations.com or contact my direct email at nazir at nkcreations.com um, His email is Austin at yahoo. Um, but yeah, we, we, we're a full service production company. We, we can do it that's, all. That's kind
0: of how we were able to finance the film because other than that, we, we do promotional videos for small businesses. We've done music videos to help finance this film. We've done several music videos. So we do other things besides film uh, to keep the change moving. But yeah, we, we do what we have to do to, to get these projects because at the end of the day, we don't want to own nobody.
1: That's right. That's right. So make sure you go to make sure you go to nkacreations.com. That's www.NKACreations.com Walt, well, you want to finish it, you know, take, drop us home, man. This has been some great information, man. And, uh, you know, another powerful, powerful uh, uh, all-in politics show. You know, our, like I said, our our motto is that we want to give a voice uh, to the voiceless. And um, there's, I know there's some a lot, a lot of voices out there that have not been heard. And we hope that, that we can bring you to our platform. So go ahead, Walt.
2: Exactly. Uh, so once again, we want to thank Nasir and Hershey for coming back again for round two of the power hour we're definitely going to come back for for, for round three once that movie get released but for the sake for the sake of those that's probably just tuning in or just catching up why don't you guys drop the info info and where you can get contacted at and your upcoming projects so everybody can be aware
3: yeah so if you want to follow the uh, project district greenwood we do have an instagram that we just created at district greenwood on instagram if you want to follow any updates about the project is district greenwood at at, uh, um, on instagram and also anything regarding the company will be mkacreations.com and nk at nkcreations on all social media if you want to contact me personally it's at Nazira the creator on all social media hershey's is hershey austin on all social
2: media and that's that's great and like i said man i definitely and we definitely appreciate you on our platform and all politics here yeah. for putting out that information um and i forgot to begin at the, at the beginning of the show man this is in all due respect to black history month
0: so absolutely, that's why we wanted to get this show on here because we yeah, have- so, right yeah,
2: let's definitely give um all praises to the ancestors on that one you know because we need to start recognizing each other every day and not just 28 days uh and also i want to say um for those out there that's up and coming that want to do uh filmmaking or whatever else uh nasir gave you guys information hershey gave you guys information feel free to reach out to these brothers because they're doing phenomenal work and hope to see them on the, the big screen with bigger and better projects You know yes so you know all blessings to you guys man for doing a phenomenal job um because we have to start putting the truth about us back out there let's stop letting somebody else run our narrative we have these projects out here 1619 and 1777 that will poison the minds of people into believing that the spook is a real individual man that's controlling our lives but that's that's not the fact so from that and all that being said brothers uh we wish you guys the best of luck man god bless you guys man thank you thank thank it, we're about to drop it after the
0: show Remember to drop it. <laughs> stay, it's tuned,
1: the, tuned, for it. stay, it. stay tuned for it
0: live right now
1: stay tuned, right, for it. So
2: stay tuned for it
0: brothers and sisters okay it should be a good sight. absolutely thank you
1: and also right. i want to get also before we close off we give a shout out to uh, lisa poe who checked in she's also looking forward to the project she checked in on our youtube channel thank uh, you, you get it. In, uh, we
2: appreciate it we listen. appreciate it hey wait 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 how are we going to go right without giving you know credit to our producer the man 50 grand behind the scene that's
0: yes, sure mother elijah cooper <laughs> <laughs> you it up. thank you elijah for doing the show for us tonight
1: that's right. Shout out to Elijah Cooper, who is the owner and founder of the All In Network, who sponsors this program every two weeks. So, again, shout out to our producer and our founder, Elijah Cooper.
2: Definitely. I want to make sure my check is signed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and listen, we look forward coming back to the third time after we drop the film so we can have a conversation about the actual film as a whole once it's done. So, and oh i'm man, thinking and, we
1: and, I, and i think we should do live from the from, from the premiere man well i think we should do a live broadcast from there
0: yeah that we possibly can do yeah. that yeah, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. oh
2: definitely oh
3: definitely it's not it's not gonna be a premiere it's gonna be a private screening private screening no private
0: plan. screening because the reason why we don't want to be disqualified from film festivals or that so gotcha. After gotcha. private gotcha. screening that would be a good idea to do it Just then, sure. all right, let's all work right. with let's it. it we can work on that
3: uh, a live review uh to say something like that you know after you watch the movie on site and and then um, you'll
0: have the clips from the from the trailer and from the the cheese and sneak peek uh, i'm looking forward to it i can't wait well it's up now i'm looking at it right now in the corner of my eye so if you go to facebook the new sneak peek is up right now
1: and give them the facebook give them the facebook page
3: yeah, the Facebook is N.K. Creations or Nazar Austin, or you can watch well, it on YouTube right now. District Greenwood sneak peek. That's all you gotta type in or hashtag DGAP movie. Either one, it'll pop right up. The sneak peek,
0: or go to my or go to my Facebook page, Hershey Austin. It should be up.
1: Cool, cool.
0: That's good. So that was another good round,
2: fellas. Like I said, man, God bless you both, man. Hope to see you soon. And you have many more prosperous endeavors moving forward, man. Bring that information to the people. And like I said, each one teach one and we grow from there.
0: All right. All right. All right. And with
2: that, we bid everybody adieu. Peace.
0: Peace. Thank you. Peace.